Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Stream Queens podcast, where we review horror films and horror adjacent films that you can stream on the internet, except for not tonight, because it's our podcast and we do what we want, okay? I'm your co-host, Rachel, and joining me is a demon-possessed automaton that doesn't want to murder, but would like access to your liquor cabinet without any of your judgment. Thank you very much. Mars! Hello! You want to know what's funny about that? Uh, especially since I never know how you're going to introduce me ever on any of these episodes. <laughs> is um, uh, Not super early into when I started working at the job I have now, but early, you know, earlier, but when people started to, we got to know each other and it wasn't weird. I was told that I give off very strong haunted doll energy and I'm into it. <laughs> like is in Nadia's haunted doll and uh, what we do in the shadows? He, uh, I, I don't know. I was like thinking Annabelle. more Annabelle, but... Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay, so if you heard a little bass into the room, that's because we also have a very special episode for you guys. Our podcast besties from Here's Johnny are joining us, Larry and Justin. Hello, everyone. Hi, guys. Hello. How and I want to say, you're still meeting your rules. Technically, I think you can only get this movie streaming online. I guess that's true. I don't know. I guess VOD, I guess, counts, right? Yeah, I think we, but I mean, you have to pay for Netflix. You have to yeah. pay for none of these things are free except for if we started doing Tubi, right? Or we got a hold of Justin and his pirate ways. Oh, hey. Blackbeard entered the chat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I I paid my nineteen ninety nine to watch this. Movie, I okay? did too. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> um, um... <laughs> it's okay. We're... I actually didn't. <laughs> wow, you are bad. You are bad people. Nick Cage Dude, needs you... to feed his his children you crumbled so quickly yeah i'm canadian what, what do you expect? Oh, speaking of i i shared this with justin but i endured I, a great oh. injustice last week i can i tell you i am so furious about that like why would they call it that that is clearly not what it is it, the lies i have never i was like did i go through some sort of mandela effect into an even darker universe where this exists I wait what? what what, what I so mean? i shared this with justin because i felt like he was the only one who could truly feel <laughs> my pain in that moment and i needed solidarity and support oh uh-huh. right here i'm i'm, I'm here for you mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i found a restaurant okay. that had poutine Lovely. i ordered said poutine the said poutine arrived at my abode i opened said poutine I discovered fries. I discovered gravy. I discovered not three, not two, not one, not zero, zero cheese curds. Isn't that like part of the three? It's like the holy trinity. It's like a third. Yes, that is what a fucking poutine is. It is fries. It is gravy. It is cheese curds. I, I, you know, I, I I understand that. Okay, maybe not cheese curds, but some kind of cheese. I've seen Mm -hmm. some real fucking gross. I've seen like. I, I think you guys call it like American singles up there or whatever. I've seen people do that, and that's kind of buck wild to me. Like that's that's get the hell disgusting. Out of here with that. I would yeah. not. No. Yeah. No. But I but I could see like you know you find like a nice you find like a good cheese and you maybe like shred it up or something like that. Okay. I can understand. Sure, I can sure. understand that. Sure. Sure. But no cheese at all. Get the no. hell out of here. It was such a lie. It, I mean, like I felt like I was already making a poor life choice, but without the curds, it just felt like a depressing life choice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I ate the gravy cheese, the gravy fries. I'm not a mad woman, but I was very bitter about it the entire time. And I sent you photographic proof. I know it's, I mean, it's basically like, okay, say you ordered a hot dog with ketchup. Just, I'm just randomly guessing a topic and you don't get the hot dog. Right. 
It's just like a bun relish mustard and some freaking ketchup in a bun. Yeah. Would I eat it? Probably. Would oh, I, I be would. bad I'm about it? I'm going to tell you right Definitely. now. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <Yeah>, so. <laughs> <that's>... <laughs> I am still upset for you, if that helps. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't know if like a middle of the night poutine message was what you were. Yeah, like that? I didn't know if we were okay. on that level with our no, friendship, trust, but I felt me, like if nobody anything, else would understand. If, if anything, send me more. <laughs> well my poutine quest continues someday i, mean, I will be you, victorious a, and you'll be you the first picture, to know do you want a picture of every time i eat a poutine because you will be like inundated or disgusted <laughs> that's an option too you know like they say like when they ask you if, if they want to know if you're an alcoholic and they'll be like how many drinks do you consume per week like well, what is your poutine hmm. number is it like between one and three three and five i, I, I think five month, plus monthly would be a better number just because like some weeks you don't you know like you just don't feel it, yeah, but right. other weeks you're like, oh fuck yeah. Um, and it depends. Do you want like regular poutine or like gourmet poutine? I mean, like you are purchasing from a poutinery. Um, <laughs> probably like twice a month. That's on not average. bad. That's on, actually not that on, bad. On, on, on average, but there are weeks where I'm like, I feel so disgusting. Fucking bring on the trash food, baby. And I probably <laughs> have like three poutines a week. Okay. All right. We're okay. So I'm back into hero worship. <laughs> so what makes a gourmet poutine uh just like basically when you get fancy with it if you red want potatoes like... no no you, gotta... <laughs> you don't touch the core components of chicken gravy instead of no 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 beef gravy those nice gouda instead of american basically if you want to look at like like there's this one that's basically called like a nacho grande so it's got jalapeno, jalapenos, and like some cheese sauce on top of the cheese already in it, and it's got Justin. Um, you know, walking on that treadmill is not going to do anything if you're eating these these slot piles, right? Yeah, I don't care. It's what if you delicious. eat them while you're on the treadmill? <laughs> <laughs> what that, if you have is... them hanging from a string and you have to run and get, oh, get a bike? Oh, hey, I have to. I have it. to get exercise to go get them. I mean, I gotta drive all the way over there, right? I gotta, I gotta get up off my ass, get in the van, drive over there, get out of the van, go to the counter, pay for it, and leave. Right? That's listen. We're in COVID times. If you can find an ounce of pleasure in some. Greasy fries covered with gravy and allegedly cheese curds. I say, do you boo? Actually, Maybe so it's because I've never had poutine. I just, I just don't understand. Then you got to start off easy. You, you have if you're having your first poutine, it has to be just a basic poutine. Mars, where are you at on this? You're quiet. Am I, am I a crazy person, or like, are you on the same poutine gravy train with these guys? Well, here's the thing. I hate gravy and I hate cheese curds, so there's nothing here for me. All right, there you go. Okay. Yeah. But you do love a nacho, so, like, there might be, like, a variation, a, vari- a poutine varietal so that you I did enjoy. perk up just now, finding that there was a nacho version of poutine, but then I reminded myself that there's still gravy involved, probably, because if there isn't, then it's just nacho fries, yep. and that's a completely different answer. Justin yeah, has mentioned a dessert poutine before as well with, like, churro sticks, right, Justin? Is that correct? Oh, but is it still sticks. gravy? No, absolutely okay. not. No. Oh, thank God. It was like gravy on a churro. Are we You're like, that's it. Now? You're breaking off from Canada. We're going like, to dynamite we... the border. What are we doing here, people? We're putting gravy on churros? Come on. <laughs> if it, you get a, a cheese, like a, um, a nacho cheese poutine, okay. is there an 
also gravy or is the cheese in oh, lieu of gravy? Oh, also gravy. Oh, no, I'm out. Okay. I was in when I thought it was like a cheese swapo, but, oh, but I But then you can get something delicious like the Philly cheesesteak poutine, which is you Jesus get Christ. like steak, sauteed peppers, <laughs> Philly cheese sauce, sauteed this is the mushrooms, most American caramelized thing I've ever heard. onions, <laughs> and great. Uh, they, they do, when you get other kinds of poutine, they tend to like lower the amount of like regular gravy because there's all these other sauces in there. Yeah. It's just so, like the Montreal, oh, the Montreal poutine is probably one of my favorite. Shaved Montreal smoked meat. Uh, some dill pickle slices, honey mustard what on the, the side. What the fuck are dip. you eating up there? Oh, <laughs> God. What's, what's an... Uh, wait. It's just called smoked meat? And it's, is there an animal attached to this? Are we? Are there specifics involved here? Or are we just going to call it meat and walk away? Oh, it's like shaved beef, basically. Is it okay. spam? No, no, God, no. That's disgusting. No, God, no. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> wow. Spam has done nothing to you, sir. We just don't have it up here, I don't think. <laughs> oh, but if you want to go vegetarian, they do have vegetarian poutines. Yeah, oh, have, like, like a mushroom gravy? Um, well, so they have... A mushroom gravy, fr- right? Yeah, it's mushroom oh. gravy and diced onions, tomatoes. Uh, if you want, they'll put like vegan hot dogs in there or Ew. vegan Vegan burgers. hot dogs? Actually, I love vegan hot dogs. I actually weird? love vegan burgers. I, I think vegan hot dogs are better than regular hot dogs, which tells you how fake regular hot dogs are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they probably come from the same place, really. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I could, if, I mean, if you want to keep talking about poutine. No, no. I mean, we got to talk about Willie, but I encourage there to be a, a cultural exchange on my podcast. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we just really experienced that, and it was beautiful. (laughs) It's time for some hot animatronic action. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) I stand by it. I said what I said. All right, so today we're going to be reviewing the movie Willy's Wonderland, which is a movie that at least two of your hosts tonight watched the trailer and thought, yeah, that's how I'm going to spend my Valentine's this year. <laughs> <laughs> so, who wants to fess up to being those two hosts? I'll go oh, first. Me. Okay. <laughs> and me. I-, I watched a Valentine's Day weekend, just not Valentine's Day. Okay, all right. Oh, I knew hands down, like, okay, this is the perfect Valentine's Day. And it did usurp uh, Possum. Oh, right, because this, this originally was supposed to be like a serious review. Yes, yes it was. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, we're gonna do that. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna watch a serious art house film. And then you're like, do you want to watch one where Nick Cage fist fights with animatronics? I was like, <laughs> oh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I'm excited to talk about this. I've watched it twice now, so I feel kind of like a scholar of this movie. So I feel like my opinions will be very, very well formed. Not really. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into that. For new listeners who have found us and are not familiar with your oeuvre, can you please tell our listeners about Here's Johnny? Sure. Here's Johnny is a podcast Justin and I started almost over three years ago now, where we review horror films and games um, within a certain subgenre of horror, and then compare uh, different themes in that subgenre across the different media. We have interviews and stuff sometimes. Um, right now we're doing kaiju. Uh, biggest spoiler for that is kaiju isn't very scary. Yeah. 
unfortunately. I'm looking forward to when you see Colossal because I do think it's it's scary, but in a different way. Arachnophobia is like three episodes away, and Ooh, that one's scary. I take it back. That's the scary one. <laughs> that's, uh, that that that's I I haven't watched that for a while. I've got a story to share about why that movie has caused me to truly have arachnophobia <laughs> and I have to research it. And I'm almost positive. They use actual spiders for a lot of those shots. Oh, they do. Maybe. Yeah. They a hundred percent do. And like, I just, even today I can still see scenes in them in my head, like reaching into the popcorn bowl after the spider crawls in or the old lady turning the lamp on and you can see the spider eat in like, I have never seen this movie. And you haven't. I- no, I'm already terrified of Justin, spiders, dude. So I'm oh, like, Justin. Justin, when it starts, like, there's a scene where, because, like, what happens is they're like, on like exploration in, like, South America or Africa or something. Hey, you don't need to tell me what's going to happen in the movie. I'm not going to tell watch you. watch it in three weeks. But a big spider gets back. But the way the big spider gets back Mm-mm-mm. makes me want to throw up right now just thinking about that. You know what I'm talking about, Rachel Mars? You've seen it, I'm sure. I oh, saw man. it your, when I was a your kid. Your voice got. Your voice got thick just now talking about it. <laughs> well, I get that movie has implanted in my brain. Yeah. Like, it, it, I, I can literally go through, through that whole movie in steps because of just the horror it has implanted on me. Mm-hmm. And that's not an exaggeration. That. Yeah. Oh, I, Lord, have mercy. Me too. It, we call that the slideshow. There yeah. are certain moments in movies that just live in your head. And in the most inopportune, oppor- like they just pop in. You're like, oh yeah, that's horrifying and traumatizing. Oh yeah, it, and, I mean, it has a good cast. It has uh, Jeff Daniels, mm-hmm. uh, John Goodman, mm-hmm. are the two that I remember at the top of my head. But whew, it's been a while since I have revisited arachnophobia. For me, it's I- the shower. <laughs> yeah, that's the one that stays with me. That like. Sometimes, even at my advanced age, I would close my eyes, <laughs> and I'm Justin, nine you, you again. You don't understand, dude. You don't get it. You're like we might agree to give this movie an eleven. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. It's uh, the one movie that, as soon as you brought it up, I'm like ready to cry while I watch it. Oh, dude, it's the Jaws it's... of spider movies. Lovely. And it's mm-hmm. nonstop, dude. Like this, um, it, it is spiders. It's honestly, um, I have had this re- reoccurring nightmare ever since I was six about waking up with a spider on my face. So. Oh, Justin. Oh, I dude. Know, I feel so bad for you. Oh my I, god. Oh, I know. I'm almost positive it happens in this movie. Mm-hmm. And it's. It, like, do, do you know where that idea came from? Where from an, from an SNL skit fucking years ago that I happened <laughs> to see one time. On a positive note, though, back to the podcast, we have, like, Jaws coming up. We're doing a, a Cthulhu-esque game. Because for Kaiju, we had to kind of spread it out because yeah. we didn't just want to do giant Japanese monsters. We want to bring other things in. So we basically did uh, monsters of any sort. So we did the birds, and then we did, like, a dissection of Hitchcock. But, yeah, no, it's it's been a lot of fun. I mean, me and Justin have still never met in person, but... I look so forward crazy. to working with him every single week, and oh, and we've you uh, feel that love. I do, 
and that's how we that's how we met you, Rachel. Like you were one of our first yes. guests ever. Oh, really? That's amazing. Yeah, with uh, the Suspiria remake re-review. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew you were my people from that very first episode. I was very. Ner- <laughs> I remember being very nervous because you never know. Like, am I going to go on a podcast with these two guys and they're just going to like annihilate me? You know, like and but it was great and yeah. uh, fun. We were really good conversation. Listen. Mm-hmm. And I remember coming away from being like, oh, I love them. They're great. So I was really glad that we got to become like, like I said, podcast besties. Yeah, well, we appreciate oh. it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I love the show. Highly recommend it. We well, we run your ad every episode, so we must like you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need to send us one for yours. We would. I know. I would I know, love. I if I was more creative, we would write you one, but we're I not. Mean, the thing is, is I was going to send you some like super simple thing. And then I got your guys's and I was like, oh, the bar we is so high. <laughs> we did not make that. Yeah, we couldn't make that. A fan like, made that for us. No, Rachel, you should just make send something super simple. We'll play it. Like I was just going to do like, uh, hey, this is Rachel and Mars of the Stream Queens. And you're that, listening to Here's Johnny. Like that was me. what I had planned. And That's then I awesome. get this whole like, well, here on the radio, see? <laughs> like, oh, fuck, there's sound effects and shit. <laughs> we would love to run. If you send us anything, we will include it. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Okay. Just do we'll it. Come up with something. Just yeah. like with your Patreon, just do it. Yeah, you guys are definitely the people who finally like put like you were the 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 needle that broke the back of the camel. The camel's back. Thank you. Straw. <laughs> the broke the straw. Oh, yeah, the straw. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. I've only had one beer. What's my excuse? But yeah, so love you guys. Love the show. Everybody, you, should, you need to be subscribing to their pod. You also need to be watching them on Twitch. They are regular Twitchers, and it's a lot of fun. I know because I like to go in there and harass them. <laughs> also, at some point, I think we're going to do a little Twitch together. I don't know we if that's are, still happening. Okay. Justin yes. and I have made a promise that by next Wednesday, we will have figured out the streaming audio issues. Oh, my God. Oh. We, we had a breakdown. We can't. Yeah, we had a big, big breakdown last uh, Wednesday. last Wednesday. We could not oh. get it to work, so we are taking a pause. But we are coming back strong with yes, the forest with Shannon also spending yes. her good vibes today too. Yes, and with our buddy Shannon, who is the best. Super cool. Yes, it's so funny because like they're all so like fearless, and I'm just like ah through the whole thing. So <laughs> Mars, has she told you about what we've been playing? No, it's called the forest fucking scary girl it's i hang on i'm googling it real quick because i think i've watched a let's play through that oh yeah it's a lot of fun it's it was the first co-op game justin and i played together for the podcast and he learned a lot about me if you I ever want is it the one is it the one with the where it starts with a plane crash yep. yes yep. and then there's like mutant yes or like Yep. Yes. Okay. I've watched. I've watched a let's play on that one. If it you looks ever want to hear good. someone audibly grow horns, <laughs> you can hear it happen in real time when Larry's like, "Rachel, go down that hall," or "Rachel, you go first into this room," and I'm like, "Well, <laughs> shit." <laughs> Are you guys so playing much- that right now? Yeah, yeah. It's so fun. Yes. 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 Oh, and we're gonna. You were saying they're gonna. We're gonna twitch it so you can hop on and like chat with us. Yeah. yeah. Next- Our next stream will be March 9th. I'm like March 9th. My heart is already beating faster. Cuz I'm like super freaked out by like claustrophobia and caves and then they just like run at you so fast and then everybody's Wait laughing at me. Wait till you see the Virginia. <gasps> oh god. Okay. In well, the way in the way she runs towards you. Oh god. Okay. Well, listeners, uh keep an eye out. We'll post it on the on the Facebook and on social media and stuff when it's happening if you want to 
hear Larry grow horns and me die inside, <laughs> that will be available for your viewing pleasure. <laughs> I'm going to be there. I'm going to do it this time. I'm going to do it. Awesome. Okay. So I know we've been talking forever. So I'm going to ask our little warm up questions really quickly. Perfect. These are essentially, um, we do bonus episodes for the patrons. And one of them, we played a game of, would you rather? Yes. And there were two questions that were very controversial and spurred a lot of debate. So much like the, like, do you take your shoes off thing? Uh, I wanted to pass this to you guys to see if you could be the arbiters to decide which of these is the correct answer. Okay. Lovely. Oh, okay. So there's two. So the first one is, would you rather live the rest of your life with flaming hot Cheeto dust on your fingertips or have taste buds in your butt? Yeah, the fingertips. Now think about it. Like you could never touch you, your eyes. You could never pet an animal. You could never. All I'm saying is gloves, you know? I guess. I, I, yeah, I, I'm going fingertips. I think I wear enough gloves at work that I could be Michael Jackson for the rest of my life. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, I have to go. Well, like, yeah, the Cheeto fingers. I mean, who wants to taste poop every time I poop? Okay. I guess that's it's, yeah. That's I think the silence point. answers that. <laughs> like, I mean, I can I present mean, you all the counter arguments people okay, had on the show, here, but here's the thing: this is coming from a guy who eats his fair share of poutine. You get right? to enjoy it twice. <laughs> no, it does not look like that when it comes out. Okay? No, you don't enjoy that twice. You enjoy it once, and then you don't enjoy it once. I think Larry would argue you enjoy it no times. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would also argue that, but. <laughs> All right. It seems like that was a lot easier for you guys. So it spurred a lot of debate on the on the. Bonus I, I'm episode. very curious. I'm very curious. Who said but and what was their excuse? The, they ultimately landed on flaming hot Cheeto dust, but like some of the sort of debate points were around. It'd be a great way to keep tabs on your health. Well, so here's the thing, though. I I think that question that answer wouldn't apply if they were Canadian. Oh, shut up. Next question. <laughs> I don't need your bullshit. <laughs> Rub socialized medicine in our face. I see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Second question. Final question. Would you rather have accordions for legs or a oh, huge... God, I knew it was going to be this one. <laughs> this one was like the most hotly debated. Or a huge well because we didn't understand the anatomy that you were describing. I That's feel like why. it's very okay. I want each of the gentlemen to describe what they think I mean by this: accordions yeah. for legs, or a huge belly button that's ten inches long that can that sways to the beat of popular music. Oh, like your belly button itself sticks out of your stomach. Uh huh. God damn it! <laughs> okay, like a like a trunk, right? Yeah. Exactly. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Wait, how else could you take that? See, we all thought 10 inches wide somehow. Like, we were still thinking innies. <laughs> they thought it was really... like when a, a speaker goes like boom, 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 you know? Are you so it would me? be would like having that. an erect penis on your on your stomach. That, but that yeah, apparently, music. Apparently, that's what she was describing. But we no. all, for someone, went the other way and thought it was like a gaping hole. No, 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 no. It's it's a ten ten inches long. Ten inches could, long. Could you affect the sound like the note on the accordion? Um I mean it's an accordion. The they're accordions, range, right? So uh mm -hmm. the full range of sound. I mean yeah, you right? could just get really into polka. 
and right. just i mean you would you'd be like the rock star in poco land right but i mean that feels like a situational thing like if you're not at like poco fest 2021 i mean hey honestly it's it's uh still quarantine i'm ba- i'm basically not walking anywhere anyways right so i don't know i don't mm. i would pick okay uh that was not gonna listen to this i'll be honest okay I would pick the belly button thing because we talked about it earlier. I think if you had like what would amount to be two penises, I think you could get some really good work in porn. This is, this is true. This is accurate. So, but here's the thing. I think you could take that further than the accordion. Like imagine you have that belly button you put on WAP. Oh, it's, it's over. Like, Like you could like, be, like you could like it wouldn't even be a threesome it would be a twosome but you're still doing everything you need to do for like the requirements of the <laughs> video doing everything but here's the thing larry, larry i want I, I want you to picture this right now okay I, w- I want you to picture something i've been drinking i'm sorry I... <laughs> no no i love it <laughs> no no this is what we need so larry okay you have this 10 inch belly button yeah try to hug Devin. again hug in like this in this world this is like a different world this is like Elseworlds and comics. Right okay, now. then try to hug anybody, like a loved one. You can I mean if you ever had to tuck like your guy, like you just Have tuck you it. Ever had to tuck your guy? You can't I tuck love it right because now so much. Because the way I understand it, it is. I think we have to cancel it after this. <laughs> I, I think it is like <laughs> ten inches erect, right? Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, is couldn't it... you just kind of like? You just touch it in a direction, Larry. Larry, you cannot. You're talking about tucking, like un, like in your legs. I guess I'm assuming. No, it's like in your belt. It's just like tuck it in your belt, or like push it to the side, right? Yeah, or just have like a have like a. But I mean, you you wear like what was called the the things that ladies wear back in the old times, the corset. Corset. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So if this belly button gets cut, will it not bleed? what <laughs> no, but like, if your dick gets cut i mean it's the same thing you gotta take care no, of it no but I, i'm curious like yeah, take care of your 10 inch belly button dude god are you the only person with this 10 inch belly button i mean i hope so be more for my money no uh, no I, i'm serious i'm I, willing I, like, to go this is, on this, this journey is... with you because i don't really understand how this this pertains no i you can say yes i'm just i'm very curious are you yes. the only person yes you are that... the only person with accordion legs or the, a 10 inch belly button absolutely because i re- i remember watching some show on showtime that was about the man with the largest Uh-oh. penis and i'm sure they would follow you around too yep. so you get celebrity status out of this yeah you would basically so you're going you... you're going so you're going uh, you're going uh, uh, belly button. there's am... double career opportunities with the, yes, the 10 exactly. inch belly i mean basically. like you definitely would not want to do anything that you work on heavy machinery but <laughs> i wouldn't have to exactly you would be the next Johnny Sins. All right, so you're going belly button over accordion legs. Yes. All right, I think that's the right choice, personally. All right, well, you de- you have deviated from the consensus on the show. On that I like one. my calves. I, it, I'd be hard-pressed to get rid of them. Well, I, Matilda pointed out, like, what if you had to pee in the middle of the night? You'd always have to wake your partner up because you'd be like... <laughs> 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 also, your animals would run from you. You know? The cats already yeah. do. I don't even know why. Because they're cats and the- so I I have like a my belly button is like an any outie 
what kind of feeling is on what this is an any audi so it, yeah it, it, it's not an is Audi. it when you're listening to popular music <laughs> no it, it's not it's not an any right okay but it's also not an audi it's like it goes in and then inside my belly button it's like out a little bit so it's like still inside I'm having trouble picturing this sure. like you have like a little balloon knot or something in there no, it's just like a, it's just like an, it's an any Audi. Like I don't know how else to describe this. Don't take that tone with me. Like I'm being ridiculous. <laughs> no, you're not. But like here, I'm gonna draw it on a piece of paper, and I will send you a picture. That'll work. Yes, like. I really just need a visual aid. Larry, nobody wants. Do a you want to chime in on this, or you've gone very quiet? I I I, I do not have a, a lot of insight here. <laughs> you don't have a take. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. Awesome. I feel like this is, I feel warmed up. I feel like we've learned some things about each other. We've grown closer. Beautiful thing. So for the plan for this episode is that once again, we are stealing the Here's Johnny format. Starting with what you've been watching, reading, etc., playing. Let's start with you, Larry, since you've been quiet for a little bit. What have you been watching, reading, playing, etc.? Uh, sure. I picked up the game Bravely Default 2 today. It's for the Switch. It's like a JRPG that's like heavily grindy, like a lot okay. of job system and stuff. Um, okay. So far, it's so good. Um, I have started a rewatch of the Marvel MCU. Oh, right. That's right. You just watched Captain America? No, Captain Marvel? For the first time, yeah. Actually, we the next movie we have is The Avengers. Okay, have you not ever seen the Avengers? No, I, I've seen every. I've seen okay. most of them except for like the Ant Man's. I haven't seen Captain Marvel, and I haven't seen the Spider Man ones. Okay, but uh, Captain Marvel was really good. I, I, I mean, obviously they had a lot of controversy around it, but I had always kind of liked Brie Larson, and I, I was surprised that Samuel L. Jackson had such a strong role in it, mm-hmm. and the soundtrack was killer. So I really liked it. I, I, I dug it. So yeah, I really like that one too. Um, yeah, we, Same. so yeah, so Avengers is next there playing that and outside of that, nothing really else for me. Gotcha. All right. How about you, Justin? So, uh, Larry knows I have a obsession with this series called Persona, which is uh. a JRPG <laughs> ass JRPG. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I recently got my platinum trophy in Persona 5 Royal. And decided I needed to take a step back. So uh, in my off time, I have been watching uh, Persona 5, the animation, which is basically an anime of the game. And I have just decided I can't get enough of that game. That's awesome. Other than that, yeah, I mean, other than that, like, I'm trying to think if I've really, I picked up uh, Super Mario 3D World, which is like the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Cat Mario is basically what we call it in this house. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and it's 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 great. I already beat it. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Have I been doing? I haven't really been doing much. I just work all the time. That's how I. That's my life. Yeah. No kidding. It's so funny. I yeah. just started playing Mario Odyssey again the other day. It's like how, I need something how nice. How is it? I like I honestly it. Haven't, I haven't played it since its release. Mm-hmm. I've played it. It's still fun. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Is like I I I liked it, but I got to a point where I was like, okay, I get it. I think That's it's it's me. a game that you kind of like pick up and put down and it's very okay. relaxing and cute. I consume a lot of dark media and content. <laughs> so sometimes I need yeah. a palate cleanser and watching Mario run around like food world or snow world yeah. is kind of exactly what I need. And 
um, yeah, I, I would say like pick it up, put it down at your leisure, and it's it's kind of like nice to always have it there as video game Prozac. See, like the only real issue I had with it is I found that whenever I played it, I always wanted to compare it to Breath of the Wild for some reason. Mm, Came really? out at the same time. I'm sure that's why. Oh, and, that makes yeah, sense. And I just, I'm a Zelda fanboy, mm. and I love Breath of the Wild. Not my favorite Zelda, but fantastic Zelda. Yeah. So I don't know. Okay. That's it for me, though. Yeah. Fair enough. How about how you about guys? You? Yeah. How about you, Marzi? Uh, I just watched for the first time earlier this week Underwater, Ooh. and I've been coached not to <laughs> yeah. give the ending away. Yeah, yeah. If we're watching that soon. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah, it, I, and it's one of those movies that, like, I can't necessarily say it's like, oh, it was a super good movie, but it was fun as hell. Yes. Cool. I really Perfect. liked it. Yes. Yeah. And, like, you're a Case 2 fan, right, Larry? Yes, I am. She's. I love her in this. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't get... Yeah. She gets to be kind of ripply light. Which is it was fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I mean. Like, you know, it's not like I'm not gonna you know, that's not the hill I'm gonna die on that this is the best, you know, a really great movie. But it's so fun. Yeah. It's it's a really good movie and uh I won't give away the ending. But yeah. awesome. it was I really enjoyed it. I always felt like that movie got short shrift. They it was supposed to come out and then they like dumped it into January in theaters yep. for like a day and then it disappeared. And then I think people kind of found it out of just like curiosity when it came out on video on demand and stuff and we're like wait this is actually like a really fun sci-fi horror film is it yeah is it changing the world no but it's of those sort of aliens knockoffs it's i feel like one of the better ones and it has a little you know added sort of twist to it that makes it i think definitely worth a watch i'm excited yeah. for, it's hard to talk about why i like it so much without spoiling it but i'm i'm mm-hmm. looking forward to larry and justin reviewing no it. but the cast is good mm-hmm. and they have a couple of uh th- there's just a couple of just the way lines are delivered that were unexpectedly funny mm-hmm. and like you know and i really enjoyed it and it's you know it's it was good i really liked it also that implosion oh yeah <laughs> right, I, I think we're like two or three weeks away i think i paired it with jaws so it's coming up soon oh god <laughs> that's so unfair to underwater <laughs> mm. one of them is like a masterpiece and the other one is just dumb fun but you know whatever no but i'm excited to i'm excited to find out what you guys think about it mm-hmm. definitely yeah. so what have i been watching i i watched monster hunter which, speaking of very dumb movies... I want to watch that. <laughs> as someone who likes the Resident Evil movies, I think mm-hmm. you're going to like it. Oh, and if Especially you have spider have, fears... Like, no... Especially since I have, like, no ties to that franchise. Like, yeah. we, we started playing it a little bit, but, like, I have no, like, deep love or deep ties to it. Yeah. So I won't be hurt by potential mishandling of the franchise characters. Yeah, it's... I mean, <clears throat> I don't I have no I've never played the game, so I, I can't even tell you anything. I I know that like late in the movie, a character shows up that at least of a race that is popular in the game. The cats. Uh, yes. Oh, the palicos. Yay. Yeah. Are they super cute? I Me- heard that the meat comes out. Uh, sure. The, the meat stick <laughs> or something like that comes out. Yeah, it, probably. It, it cooks, basically. The meat. Everything you just said is. Yeah, I don't know what you're. What? <laughs> All right, yeah, don't worry about it. Just fucking the ignore me. Just keep going. <laughs> you no, know, the meat. The fuck are you watching? <laughs> this is uh again, we're, we're getting into some strange territories with the meat stick. 
yeah, I don't know. It's really real, real, real dumb. Like, turn your brain off and watch. I love Mila Jovovich, and so I'm ready to just watch her shoot things. Mm-hmm. That's fine with me. Uh, there's like giant spider monster things that are really upsetting. So, oh, there. lovely. Yeah, I mean, and there's like a moment that is just like a hundred percent ripped out of Aliens. Speaking of Alien knockoffs, but I think if you want to just turn your brain off and watch kind of like an action adventure movie, you'll have a good time. And then the other thing I've been watching is season two of Servant. Is anybody else watching this? This is the M. Night Shyamalan series. No. On oh, no, but I just had someone recommend it to me, but I haven't watched it. it. So it What's it about? So, good. so there is this wealthy New York family. The mom is a reporter and the dad is a, uh, I don't even really know. There's a word for it, but it's like basically like a sommelier of life kind of person. And they have a baby. And so they get a new nanny and this sort of mysterious girl shows up and is the nanny and they introduce her to the baby. And it's one of those super hyper realistic doll babies. Gross. And like the mom is acting like it's a real baby. And the dad's just like, play along, play along. But then they go in the room and there's an actual baby. And so they're trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. And it gets, Ooh. yeah, it gets into cult stuff. And uh, it has the the kid from Harry Potter in it, uh, Harry's best friend. I can't think of his name. Ron? Ron is in it. He plays this, the the uncle. Really? Yeah. What's it on? What, what can you watch it on? It's on Apple Plus. Ugh, bummer. I mean, it's also, I'm sure... Justin could acquire it from his nefarious. Okay, what? Come on, guys! I'm not the only one who does it. <laughs> the only one. You're the one that I. You're the one that they made all those warnings on VHS tapes about. Um, <laughs> the FBI is looking for you. Um, oh no! But yeah, I would. I would definitely check it out. I mean, it's it's like you know, M. Light Shyamalan is either nailing it or not at all. Yep. This is like this. I, I think you'll like it. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I really like it. Mars, <laughs> the one thing we definitely are going to keep from our usual format is a spoiler warning. Can you please let our listeners know what how we do it here on this here pod? We are going to spoil the whole thing, top to bottom, the, everything in between. That we Well, normally I would say everything that I can remember because I'm doing the synopsis, but I don't have to do that today. Okay. So <laughs> we are going to spoil the whole thing. Uh, I mean... There are more opinions involved in this episode than normal. My opinion would be, you're probably okay. I mean, like, <laughs> what you spoiled. think happens, happens. <laughs> happens, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I recommend you watching the movie because I enjoyed it, and I think that you should watch it. But if you if you don't, uh, there's no secrets <laughs> to be revealed no. here. No, no. I mean, I guess maybe like how it happened, but also I think like, who cares? Maybe some analysis. Yeah, right. Like I, I, I have some ideas I want to float by you guys. Oh, okay. But nothing plot that actually happens is going yeah. to be. No, it's not really going to take away from the experience yeah. if you uh, listen to this first. Like nothing we can say will either make the you know Nick Cage punching an animatronic weasel more <laughs> or less fun if you know what's going to happen. <laughs> All right, so tell me about this movie, Larry. Give me the production story on this. Absolutely. I kind of trimmed this up a little bit for Justin's sake. You're welcome, buddy. But Willie's Wonderland is a 2021 American action comedy horror film directed by Kevin Lewis. Kevin Lewis, on his IMDb page, he has nine uh, directing credits. I don't recognize any of them. 
<laughs> he, he directed the, the the drop the method malibu spring break downward angel so if, if you know those uh it, the screenplay was written by geo parsons uh this is his only writing credit <laughs> for now okay. it's about to pop off <laughs> uh, the project was announced in october of 2019 and the idea was based on a short film called Wally's Wonderland. Oh. I could think of a few other things it was probably I'm going to get to that. <laughs> yeah, the Banana Splits movie. What a ripoff. And a, <laughs> apparently Nick Cage was also a fan of this short film, which is how he got brought on as not only the star, but the pro- uh, executive producer. Mm-hmm. Um, and the film had started getting a cult following because of Justin kind of intimated. If you haven't heard of it, Five Night at Freddy's is a video game franchise and there's books, a bunch of stuff. It's huge. Um, a pretty much with this premise. Also, you can watch Larry enjoy that game on Twitter. Oh my god, I'm such a baby. Uh, like that, like that's my fallback. I still haven't beaten the first one, and my plan is like, I, I can't get it. It literally raises my heart rate too much. Yeah. So I'm just sitting here, like trying, like the new one they announced coming to PlayStation. I think I'll be better at because, like, it's just the camera, the setup, and you're just sitting there staring. I, I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've never played it, but I've watched let's plays of it, and it looks. It's awful. Terrifying. You should play. It. I mean, any computer can run it because it's kind of old, and it's just if you want to be afraid, it, it will do it to you for sure. Okay. Uh, but it was going to have a worldwide theatrical release but covid so mm-hmm. instead it was dropped on video on demand it was shot on a budget of five million dollars and from what i've seen it only made two hundred thousand dollars oh no but apparently they there was talks of this of a sequel and parsons said he would only do it if he felt the film was getting enough support Okay. I can confirm that as of this month, Parsons has said he has been pleased by the response, and he thinks, <gasps> and he is already working on a sequel, which is in development. Amazing, Ooh. amazing. And you'll notice I skipped something, and that is the cast. So there's a bunch of like younger teen stars in it. Um, mm-hmm. Emily Tosta plays like the main teen lead. Um, she was in Mayans, MC, Party of Five. I, I didn't recognize any of this stuff. I mean, I know the Mayans because that's I've never watched it, but that's the sequel or the spinoff of So the Anarchy. Yeah, that's the one. yeah. Uh, Kaylee Cowan is in it. I recognize her only briefly from like Instagram. Like, she's small, but again, I didn't recognize any of the movies she's been in. And like, but yeah, she's in it. And then Beth Grant is probably she the, I recognize, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's probably the yeah. biggest name person outside of who we're going to be we're saving to the very end. Uh, she was like she had like bit roles. She was in Donnie Darko, No Country for Old Men, Little Miss Sunshine, Speed. Um, but if you if you saw her, you know exactly who she is. Yeah, she's like that character actor that like when you need that type of person it's always her yeah and i think what yeah. people will probably most know her for is she was dwight's girlfriend at the dinner party oh yeah um, <laughs> oh i forgot she about was that. His, she was his babysitter yes. that's right 
Oh my god, I need to rewatch The Office. And like I mentioned, this film was executive produced and stars Nicolas Cage. The man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> I saw this trailer. It was like it was like right before we recorded the last time together. Uh-huh. Which I forget what we recorded, but that was when I said, "Let's." You don't remember what we recorded? It was. I'm surprised it's not emblazoned in your mind forever. It's time has really just gone into a loop with COVID. What was it? Turkey baster. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, and then you all had to tell me what the sequel was going to be, and just like, oh, I know. I, I that that I had blanked out of my mind because I just get angry every time. But yeah, uh, Nick Cage is the driving force behind this film. Uh, I'm really excited to talk about it. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> I and um, yeah, honestly, Rachel. The more I think about it, I think we should seriously talk about the Nick Cage podcast. Oh, I'm like I told you, I'm in. Like, if this is the ball is in your court, if you want to do it, we're I'm in. I think we should do it. I, I think we should talk. Please do it. I think that would be a blast. I would have so much fun. I have. I we love do. Nick Cage. So, yep. Same. All right. Same. Justin, how's those chops feeling, buddy? Oh, you know. Oh, you know. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so. On Here's Johnny, okay. <laughs> they have a time-honored tradition where they do a 60-second synopsis. Both Mars and I have experienced the pressure. She was good at it. I am not. <laughs> so now it's Justin's turn. So I do just want to chime in and say that uh, you forgot to mention the time-honored tradition of Justin doing horrible acting. <laughs> years. Justin, I am willing to throw you a bone right now. I will do the 60-second summary for you. But okay. you owe me two. No, no, Whenever... no, no. I want a no. sixty-second no, summary off. I want you each to do it. We'll do, we'll vote on who did it. <laughs> oh best. no! Oh no! 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 no, no. For that. I refuse. <laughs> I refuse that. I will just do the one I have. Okay. <laughs> All right. Who's doing it? I. Justin. Whoever wants... Oh, I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it. That's fine. Okay. All right. You ready? I'm going to do a countdown. Three, two, one. Let's dance. Nick Cage's car breaks down and gets swindled into working at a family party place overnight as a janitor. The animatronics come alive, and with little to no fanfare, Cage kills them in a he's-not-stuck-here-with-them-they-are-stuck-here-with-him kind of scenario. <laughs> Willie's was originally run by uh, some pedo and his sicko buddies. <laughs> then the pedos did a satanic sacrifice to transfer their souls into the animatronics, and the townspeople made a deal to basically feed them so the, pe- the town can stay safe. Cage kills all the pedos and drives off into the sunset with the main team, Liv. Oh, and they added teens so that we could see people die. Wow. <laughs> 22 <I'm> seconds <laughs> remain. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he was a pedo. I think he was just a murderer. He was. The main guy was. He was a pedo. I you you might have, oh I thought that they were just I, yeah I, I think mind. you might have interpreted that because I don't think that was given in the I think he was just a murderer what they said no, yeah I'm pretty sure he was a pedo wasn't he I just, no I thought he just murdered yeah I just oh, I checked Wikipedia nope I just checked Wikipedia Rachel be the tiebreaker I mean when he said pedo it sounded right to me he would take <laughs> all of the li- he would take special kids into his back room what the fuck with else the parents he- though yeah the parents were there yeah. too for the parties and then I I always thought he would like kill the parents and then pedo the kids pedo the kids but in the flashback he kills the kid first yeah I mean. I, I 
not one is not better than the other, really. So I mean, yeah. I guess I feel like it's inconclusive. <laughs> like I feel like you can decide. I I, I feel like there's no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just feel like for, for me because this movie is kind of like dark comedy. Mm-hmm. The only reason why I clarified is that I feel like if you bring in pedophilia, I think it takes on a different tone as opposed to like yeah. these redneck people eat kids. As opposed, I mean, to... that is the only always... reason why I, I brought up a point of clarity. I mean, there's always Nightmare on Elm Street, right? So uh, was he a pedo? Not in the first movie. Not in the first movie. I know he was in the remake. Oh god, we don't. And talk he was he that. was in the subsequent movies, I believe. Like just not the very first one. The first right. and the second one, I don't think he was. It was like the. Well, he was, was definitely was like trying to get inside the, the kid in the second one. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is don't don't judge me. No, I, no, <laughs> nobody is. I'm not judging you. I'm agreeing with you. Like, yeah. But yeah, I feel like I've definitely argued this longer than I feel comfortable, so yep. we'll move on. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Weird. Okay, so... Next topic! Next topic. Alright, excellent. So, synopsis, you killed it. Good job. Let's get into our review. Now, we like to start with the pros uh, around the plot. Larry, why don't you show us how it's done? I'd love to. So, I was very nervous when this film started uh nick cage doesn't talk i noticed some cinematographic errors like he had a band-aid on his face when he hadn't actually gotten hurt yet mm-hmm. uh yeah, but that's right yeah like um, i had th- i had thought i had gaslit myself into believing there was a band-aid there but there was yeah okay 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 But the basic premise of this movie, and there are some things that they did that annoyed me and I don't think needed to be in here. Justin kind of hinted at it in his summary, but we'll do the cons later. The basic premise of a silent, soda-chugging Nick Cage, which I I have a theory about the soda, who takes breaks when he's in these beatdowns in this pop bubblegum colored world mm-hmm. i loved it I, I, like that on its face and even his team up with Liv, who was like a victim in the past and like they're the ending like i was here for it there are some things they did that i think were either done to pad time or to pad a body count i mean a hundred percent that's just grist for the the meat grinder yes mm-hmm. but you take that away and i loved it I wish I, I one of my favorite deaths though was the nice guy getting killed by the troll lady. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I actually like as someone who watched you know all the movies in the eighties that were uh-huh. like teens were getting killed. I was just like the embracing of the tropes. Of yeah, the in mm-hmm. a, like I was. Are these characters idiots? A hundred percent. But I was like, oh, excellent body count. Yep, and I I, I don't know. I, I guess I was a little bit annoyed only because I loved just the dynamic of nick cage leaning <laughs> getting attacked not breaking character being the piss out of a fucking monkey in the bathroom and then changing his shirt oh my God, that was one of my favorites putting it in a black trash bag and then going and drinking his soda while playing pinball like it 
I, I, I really, really enjoyed that. Is this winning any Oscars? Like, I'm almost afraid to give numbers to this because it's like, right? Because it, 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 it's, it's hard because this isn't, this isn't Parasite, right? This isn't Portrait of Lady <laughs> okay. on Fire. It, yeah. This is. This is what it is. It's a Nick Cage film, and but my God, I had a great time. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about you, Justin? Um, so I know it sounded like I didn't like it, but I actually, I kind of knew and understood that going into yeah. this movie, it is not like, well, like Larry said, it's not like an Oscar winner. You are going into this. Like, I, I could imagine this would have done incredible incredibly well if theaters were open this is a movie that you grab a big bucket of popcorn and you just go sit down and have fun yeah and that that's exactly what it was i mean the plot was interesting and like hooking enough that i was there for it i didn't really care for it but that wasn't really like it wasn't that i wouldn't really take that as a downside Mm -hmm. um i really enjoyed the fact that it is basically five nights at freddy's in a movie (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and and like i really other than what like i just kind of have to back everything larry said i don't really have much else to add but i enjoyed myself i really did okay good how about you marzi uh i mean i think as far as far as plot wise goes what it, what it presents itself as is exactly what it is and that's exactly what i was here for you know mm-hmm. so it's like i also had a lot of fun watching it not because I wanted it to become something more than what it exactly presented itself yeah. as. Mm-hmm. Like it, it basically it showed up to the party and was like, "I'm going to be a movie about haunted animatronics," and then it was a movie about haunted animatronics. And good thing because I showed up for a movie about haunted animatronics. <laughs> so all in all, satisfied. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Larry saying, and I think everybody's pretty much said like. Whether or not this is a good quote unquote movie is sort of a moot point. I think the question is, is this movie entertaining and is it doing its job to be the kind of movie which it aspires to be? And I think in both cases, the answer is yes. I think that especially if you grew up watching those like 80s horror movies like Night of the Demons or something like that. These like dead by dawn trapped with a bunch of teenagers that exist. Fright Night. Was one yes. I thought of, yeah. Yes. And it is, in some ways, the truest sort of 80s horror movie I've seen in a really long time. It is, like, we have a lot of, like, nostalgic horror that has come out where it it takes on sort of the aesthetics or the score or the costuming that tells you that it is of a certain era. But this feels like a movie that actually would have been made in the 80s. Absolutely. Yeah. And and so, like, there is a nostalgia factor that definitely appealed to me. Plus, I love Nick Cage. I, I was here for the absurdity, the absurdity of the, the plot. Imagine if this had not lived up to that. Oh, I've been so sad. But this, it does. It, it meets exactly what you, you think you're getting with this movie is what you get. And then I think in some ways it exceeds it because it does interesting things with Nick Cage. Where, I don't know if this is supposed to be in... Um, audio, audio, but I'll like I, I I'm gonna cut ahead a little bit just. So I think it's this. important to talk about. He doesn't have any dialogue, in which the movie. was crazy. 
That was Which nuts. Is, not a single I, word. It blew my not, mind. Not expecting that. <laughs> and yet I kind of once I realized that's what they were doing, I was like, oh, I'm into this. Me too. And he was and he was and I'm so happy he didn't do it. Like I thought for sure they would do it when he was sitting in the car and they had restraint and he didn't talk. And it goes into it. I'm gonna do it right now because he brought it up. I think Nick Cage is a simp. You just- <laughs> I think that soda pop he was drinking was like was robot juice, and I totally think that he was like a good animatronic who was sent to go beat the shit out of oh, bad that's animatronics. Interesting. That is my I mean, theory. That is not where I took it. I'm not gonna lie. That's, <laughs> that's my theory, and I'm standing by it. <laughs> I mean, I will put on a tinfoil hat and join you. That <laughs> that's really. I mean, I went a totally different direction too. What, Jared, uh, Justin? What, what when you say you went a different direction? What were you thinking? Well, so before I get into that, I, I, I do have to agree with, I mean, both of you guys, with Nick Cage not saying a word. I, I honestly thought the last line of the movie would be some really stupid fucking yep. like, line Same. right before he oh, kills thank God. Uh, Willie. Like, welcome to my and... wonderland, Willie! Mm-hmm. No, but see, if it was, he would have to say fuck in there somewhere. Yeah. You know he would have to say it. Yeah. But they didn't, and I, I really like that they didn't take that easy out. Mm-hmm. And personally... I believe Nick's, Nick Cage's character was like, I don't know if he had like OCD or like they're just, he didn't seem to be completely there. Mm. You know what? He was very strict by his schedule. He was like, I mean, we saw when he was fighting the uh, troll lady where he just like, mm-hmm. oh, handed her the knife because it's his breakdown. He's, that is what his schedule is set to. So he's sticking to it. That so, one of the funniest part, parts of the movie I thought was that like oh sorry got a clock out and hands her the knife and is like Dran-dran. that was so great oh my gosh like so, well, I mean because he's he's ex military right because it shows the dog tags oh. in the beginning hanging from his rearview mirror it was oh, I... he's a robot he's a ro he is I mean yeah who knows what robot. year this took place and we don't know um Randy had a a theory that he was like maybe on the on the spectrum and that the that, whole that's... That's what I was trying to thing was a get nod to, to Tommy but... Jarvis. Tommy, the movie by the Who, which is about the the autistic kid that pinball wizard. Using it, pinball. Okay. Right. But I don't know. That's what I was trying to get to, but I wasn't sure how to. Oh, okay. Well, you said OCD, but yeah. I was like, that works too. Um, the other thing I thought it this movie actually reminded me of we, it, it is definitely like I said like an eighties kind of movie, but it also to me was because of his not speaking. The reason I brought this up was. It was also reminiscent to me as sort of the Clint Eastwood man with man with no names movie. Yeah, the, the pale like, rider and stuff. Yes, specifically pale rider, mm-hmm. um, but also high plains drifter to some degree because that's like the weird sort of horror adjacent one. Have you seen that one? I've seen that. I, my dad has all of them. That okay. one also a fistful of dollars. Yes. Well, I mean, like the whole like those the the trilogy are the man with the whole name, and then these are kind of like the like weird yes. cousins of that mm-hmm. but i was thinking about how he kind of comes into town he's like this mysterious drifter who comes into town cleans things up and then like sort of just rides off into the sunset yeah and like i was thinking about how obviously the girl gets in the car at the end of this movie but like you know pill writer ends with that girl being like preacher like yelling after him there's sort of that character in pale writer yeah so i kind of felt like this was sort of like his weirdo psychedelic horror western that he was doing like he was on his clint eastwood trip i don't know it, it had a little bit of a of. true grit vibes too obviously with uh, yes yes that's another good one. Veteran, yes. yeah 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 definitely but i i really i 
I kind of feel like he was like doing some weird science experiment. Like he's like, Probably. can I do this movie without speaking? And the answer is yes. And the thing is, he was still fully crazy Nick Cage. Like it was still like fully like Mandy, color out of space vibes, mm-hmm. Nick Cage. But like he was restrained. He wasn't. I I was impressed. I mm-hmm. I was very very happily impressed by this movie. Yeah. I will say that. So this is like I've mentioned, I haven't watched a lot of Nick Cage movies cuz I wasn't a huge fan when oh, like years and years and years ago. But so this is my first like I guess people have known are, are known to call it like the crazy Nick Cage movies basically. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen Mandy um, or Color Out of Space or anything? No, I haven't. Oh. You would like Mandy. Uh-huh. Oh my and- I I have wanted to watch it for a very long time. I just I don't know why I haven't. But if this is what those movies are about basically, like if they have this same kind of en- or not even the movie itself, but if he has the same kind of energy in those movies, I am all for it. Dude, that's the whole reason yeah. we're obsessed with Nick Cage. Yeah. <laughs> like the thing about Mandy is it's this perfect cross section of him like oscar winner nick cage and like insane b-movie nick cage it's like face off and leaving las vegas had a baby and it's just nick cage yes like you the when he's having like that breakdown in the bathroom yep it's like this is the best and weirdest thing i've ever seen yeah oh justin (laughs) if you like this you're a nick cage fan you just don't know it yet which is exciting because there's so many so we have i have such sights to show you Mm -hmm. (laughs) i feel like pinhead right now okay go on the journey i don't i don't know if i want to why he's beautiful too like it is a beautiful film specifically i'm here for mandy and i do want to watch color of the space but i don't know if i can do like old nick you can't do like national treasure (laughs) i've seen that oh well that's the thing it's like i've seen like the odd movie like i've seen matchstick men and Uh national treasure and i mean face off who the fuck hasn't seen face off um greatest sci-fi movie of all time i stand by that wow moonstruck (laughs) moonstruck yeah doggy dog you get cage with william defoe there's so much you guys are just speaking gobbledygook to me right now i, I feel like we'll just these. pull you in for all the episodes with the super weird ones we... <laughs> yeah okay yeah like well, when we get if to they mandy, are fun for sure. if they are fun i mean I mandy are... is it's a it's a ride dude. it's a it is a ride <laughs> remember i watched that on my birthday and i was like is this how i want to start out this year because <laughs> <laughs> it's so messed up but also like so metal and badass but yeah, we'll get to that later. Uh, okay, so what about cons? Did you guys have any issues with plot, pacing, any of that jazz? So I did. And okay, so I have two. One is like kind of minor and the other one is what Justin already kind of mentioned. So even though they went into the background of why the animatronics were doing what they were doing, I found I really didn't need it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, I, really? I actually think I would have liked it better if they were just, like, yeah. unknown, like, haunted or something. And, like, the, the town knew really, it, but yeah. they, they didn't go into, like, justification for why they were doing it. You know what I mean? I, mm. I, I, I feel like I would have gotten the same thing out of it if, like, they locked him in there. They knew that the, the monsters were bad or whatever. Um, But it's, that's a small con. It's just, like, 
I don't care because I'm, I'm with you. I'm riding this with you. I don't need it explained. <laughs> fair, fair. You know, you know what I mean? And then the other one I have is I feel like how Liv's friends got into Willie's with her and how many of them there were. I feel like, like Rachel said, it was just to like pad the body count. Yeah. And again... I didn't need it. Like, I would have rather had extended shots of Nick Cage drinking a soda and playing pinball. I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. Like, or like, literally just, like, like, like a, like a three-minute mon- long montage of him, like, stacking chairs. Like, like because that's what this movie kind of, especially now, a couple of weeks later, thinking back on it, is, like, that's what it was for me. Was just this weird fever dream of Nick Cage cleaning this thing, waiting for his car to be fixed, and then beating the hell out of animatronics. So... It's small nitpicking, and but I think a twenty dollar entry point to watch this is kind of high. Yeah, but yeah. I I think people would like it if they watched it. It'll drop. That price will drop. Right now, yeah. it's on like digital as opposed to just VOD. So that yeah. price will drop. Yeah. How about you, Justin? Any cons? Yeah, I mean, I I mean, I second Larry with the teens and. I mean the animatronics, really. I, that those were like my real big issues. I, I really just, I came into this movie wanting just Nick Cage beating the shit out of some animatronics, <laughs> and I found myself like really, almost like, distracted when he wasn't there. Yeah, he, yeah. Even like even scenes that I enjoy, like even scenes that I enjoyed, I found myself not enjoying them as much yep. mm-hmm. like when Liv is in the cop car and the I forget Agreed. which Agreed. Tito yeah I, I didn't like I enjoyed it yeah but I enjoyed every other scene with Nick Cage a lot more yeah. than I enjoyed That's that true. scene like so I found myself on this like weird fence of like oh yeah it's cool to see like what these people are doing mm-hmm. but I, 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 I did like her just character, as okay but, yeah I'm with you Jay 100% well, well, like you said, like I, I don't know what it is about his character, but I would rather see him playing pinball and drinking his pop. Yeah, or showing off his cl- sweet moves, showing Changing his shirt, how keeping his much... uniform clean, and oh, I love it. And like how much I, I can't even imagine how many times he had to change that mop bucket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in quick note, I will put these here. I was happy they showed restraint and didn't have nudity. I know I'm weird on that. I was happy that it didn't happen. Yeah, that's like the one element of 80s that is not there. There should be gratuitous boob shots. Yep, and there wasn't, and I was very thankful because... Yeah, I mean, they, they had people having sex, and no, like, I was very surprised. I was happy. It made me happy. That there was no nudity. Okay. How about you? I mean, I could I can take it or leave it, whatever. I'm, I'm weird. Here for it. It's the puritanical it, part whatever. of the Ohio upbringing to me. <laughs> it's all that skyline chili. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> no, I, I do have a question, actually, Larry. Yeah. Would you be okay if there was a dick? Um, there's not very many, and usually when I see a dick, I laugh. Oh, there's a lot of dicks. No, what? <laughs> like in existence. Or... <laughs> what I meant, Justin, is that like when I think of that, I think of like forgetting Sarah Marshall when Peter Siegel's okay. character like drops his towel, or um, this is the end where the giant Satan gets his dick cut off by God's bowl of light pulling Seth Rogen into space. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, like, penises are funny, I guess. <laughs> I, 
I, I don't know. I mean, it's not I the mean, same. They are. It's just it's, not the it's same. It's just not the same. Yeah, it's not the yeah. same. Okay. Anyway, cons. <laughs> Mars. <laughs> um, okay, so it hadn't occurred to me until Larry said it that if we hadn't gone into the background on why the animatronics were haunted, you know, I'd like, and actually, like, at the time when I was watching it, I was like, oh, okay, it's a story, you know, whatever. But actually, I think you make a good point. It almost would have been creepier yeah. because never knew. Yeah, I'm into that. And Rachel and I talk about this all the time when we review movies on the Stream Queens that, you know, she tends to want more background and I'm pretty okay with not getting any and just having it be like this thing that happened yeah. and that's creepy. So, you know, and it, it didn't occur to me watching it that without background, it would have been creepier. But now that you've said it, I agree with you. But, yeah, like, like there are some times where it's cool to know things, but I, I kind of think of like Midsummer, right? Where a lot of the stuff is like interpreted through scenes and artwork around them. And I'm not saying that this is the same level of meticulousness as our master. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like for this, like our main character doesn't talk. Our animatronics are saying like the same song lyrics over and over again are dark permutations of that. And it's like, I don't need it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I almost think it would have added to the story if we just never knew. And I know that this is not a Five Night at Freddy's knockoff. It is. But in that first game, the only one I've played, (laughs) they don't explain anything. You're just this night watchman that's like, hey, like, these things move around. uh, Make sure they don't get to you because they'll uh, shove you inside of their suit. And it's like, that's it. Like, I don't need more. Like, you got me. I am here. Like, I saw what the yeah. trailer was. I'm here for the ride. I don't need you to, to walk me through it. Like, I, I have no questions at mm-hmm. this point. I just have survival. That's that's it. And you could still um, have done the, I... the, the town luring and trapping people in there without the background of the satanic cult putting themselves into the animatronics. Yeah. Yeah, I 100% agree. I um, I do think it would have been creepier if we didn't have a backstory on it. I do disagree on the use of teens as fodder, though. Okay. I do think that I just one of those tropes, like those those kids show up and you're like, not a single one of you is going to make it out. But that's just sort of part of the ride, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, that makes me sound like a serial killer. <laughs> but uh, what I mean okay. is like, you know, it's just it's one of those things about a horror movie where it's like, yeah, uh, it's the most enjoyable to watch Nick Cage beat the shit out of haunted animatronics but you know also seeing gratuitous murder is part of the theme of this movie and you know i don't know it was just an added i yeah i, I think i would not have enjoyed it as much if nobody died. I, I guess i just wish like it had been less forced is that like a way to put it you know what i mean like it was just so like, over the top, like them falling through the roof and then like them the separating. Falling through the, the roof is goofy, especially because the yeah that the, was the, the okay, boyfriend was, was like fun, very yeah. clear. I don't want to go in that fucking place because they're going to kill us all dead. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "Well, let's go to the fun room and bang." It's like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah, there were some aspects to the teens that were very forced and were very like, oh. Well, Clearly, we're doing this for for plot. Except for the nice guy stuff, I thought that was nailed. The oh, the nice guy, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I guess all I mean is that I'm glad they were there. I don't know that I love the way they were used 
but I'm glad that we're there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess I don't know if that's a very decisive. I was happy we got. I was point, happy but... we got the death scene for sure. Yeah, yeah. That, I guess that's where I'm at. Is that it's like you know I needed, I needed people to die in order for this movie to be what I thought it was going to be. I don't know that the teens were my favorite, but yeah. you know they were there. I guess. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of like somewhere in the middle on all of this. Like I agree with Justin that like the stuff where we were with the, the final girl after we left the Willies, I was like, no, bored. Let's get back to what matters there. Although I did like her kicking <laughs> one in the balls. That was funny. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. But again, I think this comes back to it being something that could have easily been lifted out of the '80s, and you did have those dumb teenagers that would go off in the other room and bang. Like that is a trope. But he was so adamant about not wanting to be in there. They got into a fight totally. because he didn't want to go in. Is, is that it was logical? Why. No, but it's it's horror movie logical. You know what I, I mean? I don't know. I don't know. Like, ugh. yeah, I know. I know that's always a struggle for you. Like, if you're just like, yes, people the logic, logic for me, especially because I'm I'm like, hit I mean, or miss but with it. Also, <laughs> Nick Cage would not like see an animatronic and then like sigh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of non-logical things that happen in this movie and mm-hmm. to me that felt like so familiar that I knew what unless, they were going And all right. Unless. I know fair, but let's just go with what is definitely presented to us. Thank but, you. Okay. <laughs> but um so I didn't mind the kids being there. I do think falling through the roof is goofy. I didn't like that. Um but I my con is not that they're there. My con is I really, really wish they had done more with their deaths. Like, I wish they had been, like, and in general, I would have liked much more better deaths in this. More creative, more, like, carnival of horror style. And since we did get that backstory about them being Satanists, like, what if we'd gotten some really cool satanic tableaus with the bodies? You know? Oh, yeah. And and with the satanic thing, I agree with you. It probably would have been creepier to leave it out. But... As someone who loves anything about the 80s satanic panic and this mm-hmm. being kind of like an 80s throwback, I didn't mind it. I but I, I, I both agree with you, but also was not personally bothered because I was like, ooh, satanic panic. Okay. This is per- this is like, it fits in terms of like, if this is an 80s movie, of course it would be satanic. All those movies, everybody finds a book with a pentagram in it and they're like, oh my <laughs> God, it's Satanist. You know what I mean? And so like yep. that part of it did not bother me, but I totally agree leaving ambiguous is scarier but i, I don't yes. care because this movie isn't scary to me so it's just like oh we'll get to that oh i know uh, we're <laughs> gonna have to like talk about how we approach the scariness number mm-hmm. because i think it's gonna tank this movie you know but we'll get there we'll get there all right let's move on to visual wait is we it... gotta give a score oh shit all right oh i didn't even think about my score okay i gave it a seven and I, I do caveat that this is like i went into this knowing what it was going to be mm-hmm Justin. I gave it a six and a half. It was fun, but I mean, it's nothing really to write home about. Rachel. Seven. And Mars. Ooh, eight and a yeah, half. Yeah, Marzi. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're ready to go into visual. Larry, lead us off. Tell me what you liked visually about this movie. So I kind of mentioned it when I was talking about plot. I really enjoyed the like bubblegum pop. 90s aesthetic mm-hmm. which is very similar to um a movie we just watched and kind of reviewed with you rachel uh, promising mm-hmm. a woman yep um yep. i i did dig that 
I liked how it was grungy and then he would clean only for an animatronic fight scene to happen where it would get all <laughs> oily and gross again. Yeah. Um, I loved the practical effects. I'm a sucker for practical effects. And when movies choose to use them over CGI, I am just here for it every single time. Yes. Mm-hmm. So for me, that it gets huge props. I'm guessing the majority of that $5 million budget probably went to animatronics. And I'm thankful for it because if it had been CGI, I think I would have felt much differently about it, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. So. Oh, God, how bad would this have been with CGI? Because, you know, they were not getting uh-huh, no, like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. Weta was not going to be doing this shit. Might, might have been a <laughs> T-Rex kind of situation, maybe. But I, Oh, I, I, my <laughs> God, Tammy, that's right. You just sent me that. Have you seen that mm-hmm. movie? Have you actually seen that movie? Or just no, that? I, I listened to your review of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> And then, well, uh, Dead Meat, the channel I sent it to you, that he does a wonderful job at breaking down the movie. Uh-huh. And I, so I feel like I have seen it. And, yeah. I, it's really <laughs> something. Yes. <laughs> have you but, seen uh, that movie, Mars? Oh, no. my God. <laughs> uh, well, apparently, if you watch the video I sent, like, uh, Denise Richards on the, like, on the special Blu-ray release of it, she gave a sit-down interview about it. Uh-huh. And her time on it, and she looks back on it fondly. So that made me that makes it even better. That's good. That's good. Yes, I, you should see it, Mars. It's on. It's on. It's on Shutter. <laughs> and Shutter, I believe, has the gory. Yeah, version. you want the gory one for sure. Because I think okay. the ungory All one right. also doesn't have the brain having the orgasm. Oh Lord, have mercy! Oh. <laughs> yeah, you have got to see it. It's it's it's. Unlike anything else I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, and like, and I'll just be real quick. Like, the only con I have is that there does seem to be some like basic filmmaking mistakes. Like mm-hmm. I mentioned, the band aid, like c- continuity, continuity things. But overall, again, I went into this thinking it was going to be a B movie, Nick Cage crazy fest, and I walked away even happier because of how much. Uh, animatronics were done mm-hmm. yeah that animatronic spine i was like yes oh my gosh right out of predator it was fantastic <laughs> how about you justin pros for visual honestly i mean i feel weird saying this again but i i, I really have to back everything larry's saying like all the practical effects like who isn't a sucker for practical effects and this movie is full of them i really thought what we were going to get into was like some bad CGI. Yeah. I was ready mm-hmm. for it. And I mean, we got really good, like surprisingly good animatronics. I didn't. Well, I'll save that for content, but um, uh, yeah, I, the, the animatronics look good and I'll like, maybe the fire didn't at the end in the car. We'll talk about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> But and like the dead bodies looked, I mean they looked good. I'm sure they were just there. But I'm trying to think like other than because I, I didn't notice. I don't notice small things like the band aid. Uh-huh. So for me, like I think this is where the movie really does a great job because it it, it sets its style up right off the bat. Absolutely, and it and it doesn't change and it works. Mm-hmm. It is such. Like you said, it, this movie is a movie that should have... I mean, it really should... It could have came out in the mm-hmm. 80s, and I would still love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. 
and I don't know. It's just it's got that. Especially in a world where we don't have a Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Like I, I know there's been talks about it being kind of crazy. Isn't there one like, coming? Right? There's been for a long time okay. we've been talking about it, but now okay. honestly, to me, it's like, like we don't need well, one. That, but also like you now you have to compare to this, and like yes, this movie is flawed and it's a B movie, but like what is the Black stuff is be. fantastic <laughs> B movie. <laughs> Um, I mean, I totally agree about the animatronics. That was amazing. They were super creepy. They looked really good. Um, I mean, I don't know. I I loved a lot about the way this movie looked. I know we usually do cons and rounds, but the only, I mean, the only con I have is that in the, the opening sequence up until he gets his tires popped just looked very student Yeah, yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. But after that, looks great. You know, it was it just felt student filmy, but it reminded me of Evil Dead a little bit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that makes sense because yeah, there is not a Dutch angle that this director did not enjoy. And <laughs> 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 kind of like the fade-ins mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. like that, you know. But like, so it had me a little worried at the beginning, but then you know, all those things dropped once we got to Willy's Wonderland. So I mean. I don't know. I I did like the way it looked a lot, and man, those animatronics are creepy as yeah. shit. Definitely. Yeah. And Rachel, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I I thought this movie looked really great. Particularly, I loved all the scenes where it kind of went into a very psychedelic place when he was yes. drinking the, the his like punch energy drinks or sodas or whatever they were. Um, Synth juice. Synth juice, sorry. Um, so when he would do those and do his little dance numbers, and we get like the the lens flares and like oh. like the slightly psychedelic colors, I thought that looked really great. Like way better than anything J.J. Abrams has ever done. I I just felt like the director and Nick Cage were vibing. They were like having mm-hmm. the best time creating those scenes, and I think it really came through on the screen. Uh, I yep. also like you said the de- in addition to them using true animatronics, I actually think the design of all of the animatronics are really cool. I agree, especially the ape and his yes. introduction where he's like head pops up from above and then they fight it out. I thought it looked pretty fantastic. Like, yeah, it didn't look just like stunt performers inside a suit. It looked like an animatronic come to life, mm-hmm. and so. That also, really the siren Sarah scene where Liv yes. meets her in there, I thought that was done very well. When she's too. like crawling Ooh, around on the yeah. ceiling and stuff, it's genuinely creepy. Oh, when she crawls yep. backwards yep. up yep. the ceiling. Didn't yeah. need that in my life. Did not need to see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so visually, I thought this movie looked pretty great. It did get a little, I mean, the Sam Raimi thing is kind of helpful, but it did get a little frenetic with some of the camera work. Um, yes. There were times where I was like, a little less style would be okay in the scene. I would and like, like to I see said, what's and like there. I mentioned, like the director doesn't have a whole lot of yeah. credits to his name. Yeah. So again, like I said, I am I went into this with low expectations, yeah. and I think that was the right way to go to it. So I have no issue with it. I'm just like trying to find my cons, right? And I yes. guess like there were times where it got a little shakier than I would have preferred. But there were also a lot of really cool set pieces like when she gets chased through the vents by the the alligator. Oh, that was great. That was great. Oh, Even just yeah. I like the sex scene too. The it was like leering. spinning around and he yes. was there and st- oh my gosh. Yes, I liked all of them. I liked the stupid night. Did you go yes. to any of these sort of like <laughs> animatronic places when you were a kid? Mm-hmm. 
we had one in town called Showbiz Pizza, Pizza, which we, they also had a Chuck E. Cheese, but the Chuck E. Cheese was like much more like brightly colored. Showbiz Pizza was like the creepy one. Really? Yeah. I've only ever been to a Chuck E. Cheese. It's the only place I've ever gone with the animatronic. The Chuck E. Cheese was, or the Showbiz Pizza was like really dark all the time. Mm-hmm. And I remember I like wandered off into some corner of the arcade and I saw what I thought was a cartoon, but it turned out to be Dragon Slayer. And like, it, I don't know if you've seen that recently, but there's a no. part where like the giddy goop or whatever they're called gets like sliced into pieces. And I was just like, oh, ah! <laughs> totally shook as a kid. So like in my brain, those places to me are just innately creepy. So I think I was kind mm-hmm. of primed to like this movie and to be creeped out by them. So, I don't know. I really liked how cutesy slash sinister the design was because it matches my feelings about those places. So and, and as you mentioned, like, when I've played Five Nights on stream, like, it messes with me. Yeah. And I, I feel like it did a good job here. I really do think it did a good job here. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, yeah, so I thought visually pretty strong. All right, let's get into what didn't work. Larry, do you have any cons for us, my friends? Like I said, it was more just uh, on the same note as you, even though I do give some credit because it does seem like these are like newer filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Um, continuity always bugs me. And um, so the, the Band-Aid thing was something I, I still just think about. And then also, I feel like if you're going to bring in those kids for a body count, Kill them bigger. let me, yeah, if, if, if that's what they're there for, like, give me more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if we're going to do this, give me Friday the 13th level of violence. A hundred percent. Like, the closest I felt like we got to it was with the knight. You know what I mean? When he just, like, stabbed the dude. I think that, yeah, I think that was it. Yeah. Honestly. And which was kind of a bummer. Oh, or when the, the uh, sheriff gets her head bit off. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> I, I loved the chameleon who had, the, like, the creepy tongue. Which to me was, yes. again, like a total nod to Night of the Creeps. Or maybe that was Night of the Creeps 2, where Angela's tongue comes out and wraps around the girl's neck and crushes it. Like, I wish they had gone that far with it, where, like, the blood is yeah. coming out between the tongue. Would have been really, really cool. Like, I think it is because I went into this with expectations being more realistic. I felt like they delivered what I wanted, so yeah. I was happy. Yeah. How about you, Justin? Any cons? Uh... Yes, I mean I mentioned the f- I, I mean I I mentioned the fire, the car explosion at the end. Um, I don't know. It just like really didn't sit well with the rest of the movie because I feel like the rest of the movie did a fantastic job with the practical effects. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like he. I don't know if it was practical. It definitely did not. It definitely didn't. No, that's okay. It definitely did not look practical. It definitely looked like there was some CGI involved, and I feel like you could tell it really just didn't clash well with the rest of the movie. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any like I really because I didn't notice like, I mean I keep coming back to it, but the band aid, um, I really didn't notice a lot of that, and I mean it, it sucks that we didn't get that ultra violence really that i was kind of hoping for um but that but that was really it i mean i i really expected there to be a body count and for me to be able to sit here and go oh they all died in dramatically different horrifying ways but i mean it wasn't really that i wonder if that comes down to the fact that it was originally supposed to be theatrical and they wanted to give this a pg-13 which would also explain the no boobs. Yeah, that's, a, that's actually a solid point. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And the only one, the one fuck. Yeah, I wonder if that, if if the second one, now that they know it's like going to be a VOD project, is going to be more violent, which I would be so here for. I hope so. Yeah, totally yeah. agree. Yeah. All right, how about you, Mars? Any cons? I mean, uh, again, just the student filmy kind of feeling in the beginning. Um, I agree about the teen deaths that, like, there could have been more. Could have been more, could have been more interesting or more, you know, less stereotypical. Um, But, I mean, I think that's pretty much it. All right. Well, then let's, oh, wait, you have to give a score. (laughs) I remembered. Yes. And you have to give your comments. Uh, I kind of already, like, stuck and snuck them in there. All right. (laughs) <laughs> uh, so I guess I'll go the same order. I gave it a seven again. It it was very very good, but the the almost student filming, like you've all been saying, mm-hmm. kind of vibe took mm-hmm. me out a couple times. Uh, Justin, I gave it an eight. I really liked just the style and the animatronics. I can't get especially now knowing that it was like basically somebody who came from what sounds like horrible B movies. Yep. Maybe even C or D movies. Malibu, Streetwalkers, like, or whatever that was, definitely was <laughs> yeah. probably. Well, yeah, exactly. Like it. That was a I don't know, beautiful, I, I heartfelt gotta... documentary about sex workers in Malibu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rachel, I'm gonna give it a seven and a half because the animatronics and like I'm thinking about like what a ten is, and it's it's not close to that. But the animatronics yeah. were so good, and those scenes with the when the kitchen were so good. It's not mm-hmm. a seven. It's it, it's a seven and a half. All right, and Mars. Seven. Perfect. Okay, audio. All right. What? Tell us what you liked about the audio. Me. Okay. Uh, this is kind of weird, but when we when Justin and I do this in audio, we include the acting performances. Yes. Yes. Nick Cage, not talking, yet commanding the screen whenever he is on there was magical mm-hmm. they he did not talk at all and i'm so happy because i was so prepared for either the final confrontation with willie or when they were driving away i was ready for them to ruin it and they didn't and so for me that kind of constraint especially when you have an actor like nick cage who is known for I can eat a peach for hours, like, like lines like that, right? <laughs> like, like they they didn't do it, and from and I think Nick Cage was awesome. I liked uh, Liv's character; I thought she was really good. I liked the tow truck driver. I liked the the guy who owned Willie's, the sheriff. I honestly, the only people who I didn't like were the kids. I liked the boyfriend. Um, who didn't want to go in in the first place until he like changed his tune. And again, it's because I'm, I'm whiny and I like consistency, but. <laughs> well, I mean, why? Yeah. Harsh. But uh, yeah. And then the soundtrack, like that, like synth pop thing. And then Willie's Wonderland theme song was good. That too. is like, a bop. I'm sorry. That song yeah. was great. Oh my God. And the fight to yes. heads, shoulders, knees and toes. Oh my oh, gosh. Yes. yes. <laughs> That is like peak absurdity, and I was like, "Yes, this is what yeah, I came here so, for." So overall, and again, the kids were there for a body count, so I don't take off many points for that. But overall, I think, like Justin mentioned earlier, like when Nick Cage isn't there, you want him to be there because of the kind of performance he's, excuse me, he's giving. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I was really taken aback. I thought it was great. I was really impressed. And especially the the live actress, who I really don't know her from a lot. I don't mm-hmm. watch the Mayan show. Um, but no, like I'm excited to see what her and Nick Cage do in the next one. And I hope she doesn't talk either. And it's just the two of them just taking breaks and mm-hmm. beating the hell out of new animatronics or something. I don't even know. But I'm, I'm ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> Willie's Wonderland Last of Us. all right justin what did you think audio tell me the good stuff um well i mean i kind of again like i mostly agree with larry mostly um personally i think that Liv and nick cage are the i mean they are the top tier in this movie um I didn't really enjoy anybody else. I, I found like the uh, the adults to be like kind of okay. Nothing. Y'all too are sleeping great. on Tex Mercado. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, but when I find when you come to basically a slasher movie, the teens, my God, these teens, I did not like any yeah. of these teens. They are horrible well horrible is bad (laughs) horrible is very harsh but they are bad i did not enjoy and it might not even be have been like their acting ability but their characters were just i mean obviously if they were meant to be dumb but i don't know something about them really just did not like any second we got with them yeah um that being said the Willy's Wonderland theme is a bop. <laughs> it fucking slaps, dude. And, <laughs> <laughs> and like, I don't know, the animatronics themselves when they talk are, mm-hmm. you know what? I will, I will put them up there with Nick Cage and Liv's actress. Sorry, I don't know her name. Emily Tossa. Uh, okay, Emily Tossa. Um, I, I don't know. Other than that, though, I, I mean, it's. The sounds, uh, like the the sound of the, I guess play place, uh, sounded like a play place. Basically, mm-hmm. I mean, you got the pinball machine sounded. I'm I mean, I'm sure it was just a pinball machine covered up with, um, Willie's Wonderland stuff. But I, I don't know. Like it all sounded good. I liked that we basically knew how much of the movie was left based on how many cans of pop he had mm-hmm. yeah. and I, there yeah. is something about me that I love the sound of a can opening like Mars, that that's your cue oh, that's just, <laughs> I know. know I was going to say No, I, I mean it's true though I mean it, it just I, there's something about that noise it's just so satisfying so I don't know I it, gets, it gets bonus points for me for that because I don't know they Nick Cage, he opens a can good. <laughs> <laughs> that that that's it for me though. I mean, really, it's I like the acting, except for the teens. I'm just leaving silence for Mars to kushuk. <laughs> oh no, I've I've already kushuked the Oh one. damn. That's all I brought with me. <laughs> that would have been so perfect. Awesome. Okay, how about you, Mars? Any audio pros? Um, I mean, I just have to definitely agree with the Nick Cage performance. I love that he just kept changing his shirt. Yeah. Like, I love that he changed his shirt in the first place. 
like he's just cleaning this place overnight whatever and he still was like oh well, i'll wear the shirt you know and then i love that he kept changing the shirt and little little things mm-hmm. about his character and his personality i thought were really interesting um i loved his little his little dance number to the willie's wonderland theme song i want that to be a tiktok challenge oh my god that song is amazing i loved it so much no i you know those are my bros t-shirt t-shirt you know that i think they're selling that t-shirt so you could get your hands on that yeah really get your hands on one of those I mean, if not, then yep, somebody really on like Red Bubble has to be, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I something you said was definitely a standout for me, and that's like the subtle character things that Nick Cage did that told us, told us so much about his character. I mean, there was like sort of the bombastic stuff that we love Nick Cage for, like the goofy dance moves and just being a nutcase, you know, like those are things that we love about him. But there, there's a lot of actual character work in this that is very subtle and shows you kind of like his range as an actor. Like little moments like sighing when he sees that somebody has written a threatened blood on the mirror and just being like, okay, yeah. spray, spray, spray. Like he's bored by it. Or the choice to constantly change his shirt. Or the the, the choice to finish the job. You know, at the end of this movie... He, you see, and it looks spectacular. It is just like sparkling in there. He, you would think someone who was being fed to these, you know, demonic animatronics would dip out. But, you know, he, there's points in the movie where he could leave if he wanted to, but he doesn't. And he, That's because he's, he's on a mission to beat up animatronics as a good synth, I'm telling you. Is, yes. I mean, my interpretation was just like he had agreed to do a job and he was going to do the job. But it could also mm-hmm. be that he's a synth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not discounting your theory. Not really, no yeah. doubt. And so I, I think that that just speaks to him as a performer. And, like, I think there's sort of the stereotype about, like, here he is squandering all of this talent that he has to be, like, the king of Z movies. But I think Nick Cage is just, like, living his best life. Like, I think he loves making these movies. And there yeah. that joy kind of comes through. I agree. Uh, yeah, and and so that's how he elevates the things that he's in, and I think that he definitely is, like, whether or not you like this movie is going to essentially live or die on whether or not Steve, or Steve, Nick Cage is your jam, and he is definitely my jam. So mm-hmm. so yeah, I I loved his performance. Um, and yeah, the teens are super annoying. They exist to be body count. I I wish they were more interesting but they're not. The other thing is, is the animatronics. Like, I thought they were all really cool. The design was really great. I But I kind of really wish we had gotten more about them. Like, uh, the scene with the chameleon was one of my favorite because that was where, not, not only in design, but in personality, that character really distinguished themselves. And I would have happily had some more of that with some of the other characters as well. Like, I wish, yeah. like, how are, they, we know they're all evil, but how are they different? You know? Yeah, we, we got the, like the voristic one with the alligator. We got Siren Sarah being like a tw- like a twisted play thing. Yeah. But like the ostrich, barely anything. We got barely anything with the ape, even though that scene and was really amazing. Himself. I mean, yeah, how, and yeah. I, I I agree. Like, even if they weren't like all in the same stage together, if they were like spread out in different areas of mm-hmm. the funhouse, mm-hmm. like different themed rooms, like you went to different rooms to clean, and it was a different theme for each room. Yeah. There, there, there's definitely ways we could have built upon the animatronics characters without having to like do a whole lot of exposition. Yeah, yeah. 
And I mean, it's it's not the end of the world. I just would have I would have liked it because I liked the movie. So it's a case of wanting more of something. Yeah, I agree. All right, audio cons. Even though I guess I snuck my con in there, uh, Larry. I already get mine too. Basically, the biggest con I have is that the kids kind of suck. But yeah, that's. I fair. mean, it's '80s fodder, like you mentioned. So what do you expect? Uh, is that true for you as well, Justin, or did you have any additional cons? Oh no, it was absolutely. <laughs> right, Mark, bring it home. <laughs> I mean, same, and I really just hated the the Kathy character. Mm-hmm. The way that she just was stereotypical things that like I understand that they're trying to fill certain roles, yeah. I guess you know certain stereotype roles, but it's like it's twenty twenty one, you know, like yeah, come on. do a little more with it. All, All right, right, cons for Rachel and but, Mars. Uh, I squeezed mine in. What about you, Mars? I mean that 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 was my con. Because the teens, and I just, I feel like if they wanted to do the stereotype of the kind of, of Kathy's character, they didn't go far enough to make it a joke, you know? Like, they didn't go far enough to be like, well, this is so over-exaggerated, that's what Mm -hmm. the point is. They kind of just, it seemed to settle back on certain themes that in 2021 we do not support. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I was kind of like, it either needed to go less far or more far, but it fell in the middle, which didn't wasn't yeah. great, in my opinion. <laughs> All right, I give it an eight. Nick Cage was amazing. Yeah, I also gave it an eight. Rachel, eight for me, my friends. And Mars. Oh, weird. Eight. Wow. Okay, there you go. So, how scary? The final category. All right. So let's talk about this. Like. Sure. None of us are scared by this movie. Like, if you're actually talking about, like, my heart is racing, I'm scared, we're all going to be like, zero. Right? So, like... It got me to jump a couple times. The the sword through the chest got me to jump. Even... I'm not a zero, but I'm maybe a one. Like, like knowing that the ape or something was in the bathroom with him, like, that was a little bit tense. But this definitely feels more comedy than horror for sure i mean i think it was honestly creepy a lot of times like in the very beginning when he's cleaning and we haven't really seen any of the animatronics move yet and the ostrich starts kind of swaying behind him like i that was definitely creepy I, I don't know if I would use the word scary, but it was 100% And like the fact they use real animatronics and like Siren Sarah being that weird mix of like the weird head with like a humanish body and her moving creepily yeah. and stuff. Okay. Like, but the thing is, is like you watch that trailer and I think you kind of know going in, like this isn't going to be The Conjuring. Right. 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 This, this, this isn't going to be like The Shining or Evil Dead or anything like that. You know what I mean? This is definitely. So for the sake of, of the question, can we just change it to how creepy was it? Good. I mean, it's not it's... It's go- going in the official rankings, right? So. Because we're going to, I mean, yeah. Oh, I, 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 I included uh, oh, you do? Don't Breathe. In oh, okay. Our, yeah. All right. Well, then, all right. Then the I guess you get to set the, oh, well, then... to set the parameters then. Oh. Well, I, 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 <laughs> I guess, like, for me, is, like, cause we, we've had similar things. This, what we could do is um, we have done horror comedies, and we do how scary slash funny. 
Right. So like when we when we did what we do with the shadows, we did a how scary funny. Right, because that's gonna be that's an unfair rating kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So like, so I guess creepy scary. How scary? Yeah, creepy, creepy scary. And then since it is a horror comedy, like it, it, it is billed as that. Like also, did you find it funny at times? So mm, okay. I mean, I don't know that it was a laugh out loud funny. No. So it, even so, but I think I still find because I'd rather compare this to. Uh. Tucker and Dale than The Exorcist. Right. Totally. Totally. So yeah. on that regard, I guess I'll go first and I'll just kind of take, I'll just do it. Like, it had creepy moments. It got me to jump a few times. It was never really too funny, um, mm-hmm. mainly because I think the, the humor was coming from the teens and they just didn't drive it. What it was more for me was just a method acting of Nick Cage just being mm-hmm. able to control a movie and not say a word. Mm-hmm. So I would probably give it a three, I guess, if I was being real honest. I jumped a few times, and it there were some funny scenes, like when he handed her the knife because his watch went off for a break. Like, it, it had that. So three for me. How about you, Justin? Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of agree. Like, it's it was never hilarious, and it was never obviously scary, but I think I think everybody knew going into this that it was not going right. to be that. Um, that being said, I think a lot of the comedy was supposed to come from those teens, just like Larry said, and as we all know, I don't think any of us <laughs> liked the teens. Um, At least in like, so fr- I, like Friday the 13th, like the final chapter, like... Like, like the teens still sucked in that, but there were some funny scenes. Like uh, Marty well, McFly's is, is dad you, was a f- funny character in that. And well, and that's the thing is like you, we have examples of better teens. God, it's, it sounds weird to say that, but <laughs> we have better, better <laughs> examples of it. And I, I don't know. I just, uh, I, I, I don't think it, it's it's hard because I don't think this movie was build as a scary movie and i i think it was built as a comedy but when the comedy doesn't work it just i don't know so i i i gave it a two okay brutal of how scary creepy funny not i wouldn't say it was funny there were a like i said a handful of moments that i never laughed out loud but i definitely like grinned like i mentioned um the mid-fight pass off of the knife Definitely. Yep. I think maybe it got a little chuckle out of me. Um, I never thought it was especially scary, but it did have, like you said, it had some jump scares, and the design of the characters was pretty scary. I definitely jumped when they did the, the vent. Um, yes. And I definitely oh, yeah. jumped with Siren Sarah, and that gave me the creep factor. So I'm going to give it a five. It's a five. Okay, fair enough. Mars, it's all down to you. Yeah, I mean... It broke even for me. I also gave it a five. It was just, it was just average base level, okay. creepy, scary, not super funny, but you know, about average. I go in five. I gave so it ten reason. out of ten Tex Mercados. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, if you're going into this as a Nick Cage joint and you're just looking for current crazy Cage, mm-hmm. you're get you're getting everything out of it. Truly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for plot, I gave it a seven. Justin gave it a six and a half. Rachel gave it a seven, and Mars gave it eight and a half. For cinematography, I gave it a seven. Justin gave it an eight. Rachel gave it a seven and a half, and Mars gave it a seven. For audio, it got eights across the board. 
And for how scary slash funny, I gave it a three, Justin gave it a two, and Rachel and Mars gave it a five. That gives it a final score of a 66%. Eh, that's about right. I think that's yeah. super fair. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I think, like, high 60s, low 70s. Yeah, yeah. If you're being generous. I mean, it was it was fun. It was enjoyable. Was it the best thing I've ever seen? Yeah, exactly. Like, would I pay yeah. $20 again? No. No, would I, no, 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 no. Would I oh, watch it again if yeah. it was available to me? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. If, if it was streaming somewhere, Netflix, HBO, something like that, and someone was like, asking me for a, a movie recommendation i would yes. recommend this i wouldn't recommend no. it for 20 bucks all right so what is our final like where does it rank in the rankings i can tell you for sure it's probably going to trigger someone named justin i think because uh -oh. what is nearby uh oh so the 66 percent it falls about halfway about for us um right above it in our master list is the last of us also a 66 percent oh my god Oh, hey, did you ever change that score from a zero? I never gave it a zero because you freaked out. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Damn straight I did. And then, uh, but the film right above it is the original Friday the 13th, which I think is pretty good company. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the, certainly like um, the legacy of Friday the 13th can be felt in this movie for sure. Yes. Yeah. And then right below it is A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Um, it's oh, actually one of the Here's Johnny Lost episodes. Um, we recorded that with our patron back mm. then, our only patron, Matt. Um, and the audio got Matt corrupted. Nito. On his, yep. <laughs> and uh, the audio on his end got corrupted, and so, but we scored it. So I, I, I've always left it on there. So I liked it a lot more than the other two. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all, because it's totally well, it's already party. So I like it, it too, lot, didn't he? So Matt was like middling. I had high praise, and you uh -huh. were not a fan. Oh no, I know. I did not like that. She's. So I still awesome, listen to though. that uh, song from when they're in the bedroom together. Uh -huh. Like me and Devin will still. Well, we've been to a bar in a long, long time, but um, we listen to that song a lot. It's like almost like the Killers kind of vibe to it. Uh huh. Yeah. I need to watch that again. It is spoken. The definitive score is like sixty six or something. Sixty six, exactly. Sixty six. Um, it's not scary, but it is fun. It so, is absolutely fun. Mars, if you were going to watch this movie again, what beverage of the adult variety would you <laughs> pair with it? Oh my gosh, this one took like no thinking at all. Jungle juice. Oh! <laughs> I would have said Four Loco. I would have went with Four Loco. So four perfect. Loco works too. <laughs> it's got to be in a can, right? Just yeah, like you're drinking, you're right. just like he was drinking. You're yeah, right. Yeah. You got to be pounding Four Locos. That's, yeah. <laughs> never mind. I changed my answer. Four Loco. <laughs> That's how you end up falling through the roof of a haunted yes. Chuck E. Cheese. Into a ball pit. <laughs> All right. So if you enjoyed the show, if you had some thoughts, some suggestions, whatever, feel free to drop us a line at rachelzombiegirls.com. You can come over to our Facebook page. You can hit us up on Instagram or on Twitter. We are around. If you're enjoying the show a lot, you can support us on Patreon. We've got lots of cool perks over there, so you should definitely check it out. Including the Discord. What? I was going to say, come hang in your Discord, which yes, is a lot of fun. Yes, you could come hang in our Discord. You can come lurk. We've got a couple people on there lurking. It's fun. And also, there's a crossover episode with myself and Larry and Justin as a patron bonus, where we yes. discuss easily the most controversial movie of the year, which is Pretty uh, Promising Young Woman. I always want to call it Pretty Young Woman. Promising <laughs> Young Woman. 
And uh, if you're looking for something to watch tonight, head over to the Zombie Girls website and check out our VOD calendar where we keep track of all of the horror-adjacent horror things that are coming out on on video on demand as well as on streaming services it's a lot to keep track of i noticed you included the new wrong turn did you watch it yet no not yet there's some people in the discord have been talking about it it seems uh divisive yeah i've kind of been seeing the same thing i saw matthew modine is in it which has Mm -hmm. piqued me enough to want to check it out but i also don't want to pay 20 dollars for a wrong turn movie there i've heard that it's like all about the ending like, whatever happens in the last few minutes is the people who like it or don't, it has to do with the ending. Okay. So I, But I, I am intrigued. I, I liked the first one. The other ones I really wasn't a fan of because it really started to get, like, gross exploitative. Right. But Matthew Modine does... Does, it does You're a Modine me. head, huh? I had no idea. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I remember he was in a movie called Vision Quest where he was a wrestler. Oh, you know, I've never seen that. I only know that from that episode of Archer. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we would watch Vision Quest. (laughs) Uh, But, um, yeah, like, especially being a wrestler in high school, like, I I love that movie. Madonna's in it. Um, I did not know that was a wrestling movie. I thought it was, like, Vision Quest. I thought it was, like, some psychedelic joint. No, so Modine is a, like, uh, a high school wrestler who's really good, but the best wrestler is, like, two weight classes below him. So he starts like trying to cut weight, and it's like he's dealing with issues with his dad, and he like falls in love with a girlfriend, and it's it's eighties, like it's 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 an eighties melodrama pretty much. But mm-hmm. being a wrestler and all that stuff, like I I liked it. I think it's a fun movie. Okay, all right. Vision Quest. That's the that's the takeaway from this episode. Don't watch Vision <laughs> Quest. No, the takeaway is that we are going to have a new podcast project together. I know. I'm so excited. Let's announce it. Let's do it. And we are going to be doing the, we haven't got a name yet, no. um, but we're going to do the filmography of Nicolas Cage. And the first one is The Best of Times, oh my God. which I've has never Crispin Glover in oh, it too, I'm, I'm seeing in. here. I'm done. That's the next episode or next season. When we're done with all the Nick Cage <laughs> movies, we're moving on to Crispin Glover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see? Tr- like, Cheering you of your fear to pull the trigger. Yeah. Pulling the trigger on the yeah. Nick Cage podcast. <laughs> I'm about it. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm ready to go on a Nick Cage jury. There's gonna be some some definite rough rough goes in the mix, but there'll be enough Oof. good ones that <laughs> I am curious though, you guys, what is your next movie? All right, Mars. It's a you pick. What what are we watching? So we were going to this week uh watch Wish Upon. Because we're continuing our Joey King thing. Uh, mm-hmm. But we bumped it for this episode, and I'm not sorry. But next time, <laughs> we will be watching Wish Upon, which is streaming on Amazon Prime. Awesome. Yeah, when Larry and Justin call and they say, Nicolas Cage is going to punch a possessed animatronic, <laughs> you push things. Yeah, you, 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 push you drop whatever you clear, you're holding. Clear and you, the calendar. You clear it. <laughs> you change plans. <laughs> immediately <laughs> all right larry and justin plug your stuff one last time do real quick you can find anything you want about the show on our new website it's here's johnnypodcast.com it is uh run by one of our patrons uh seagram is uh um, marcus and so we got a lot of feedback but the site is beautiful uh, you can find all our episodes on there links to our master list of all of our old review scores and everything 
And if you want to find the podcast, um, we are on anything, Spotify, um, iTunes, whatever you need to, it's all there. So uh, once again, I love recording with you. I know this went on super long for lots of different yeah. reasons. This thing turned into quite the epic. I'm About so sorry. About four times as long as this movie. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> but it was, no, I, I we always have fun. And Justin, did I forget anything? Uh, I don't think so. They also review video games. Okay. I don't know if you said that. Yes, we, we do. Yeah, <laughs> I think we come out at the beginning, but we, we do also <laughs> review uh, video games along with uh, movies, and we also kind of tie in, like like I said, a couple weeks back, um, Justin did a trivia episode with Rachel and Mars and so myself. Fun. And then <laughs> if you want something a little more serious, I, I, did, a, I, I did a breakdown of uh, Hitchcock and why we should be talking about him in a different lens but yeah it was a really great episode if if anything you guys should definitely check yeah check that out so so we we the our show tends to go all over the place but i love it it's a fun thing to do every single week so yeah i meant to tell you my friend ariel who's also my co-host on zombie girls and more deadly is a huge hitchcock head like uh-huh. the biggest hitchcock fan i know uh-oh well, loved she's... your episode Okay, good. Oof, that, I, that was I my know. fear. No, 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 no. I told her I was okay. like, you got to reach out and say something, but she's kind of shy. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. She doesn't know you like that, but yeah, she's a, she loved your episode. So from oh, good, the biggest it, Hitchcock fan, I, I appreciate because like, again, like I, you, we have you have to appreciate what he's done, but yeah, on that same note, like sure. what he has done to actors and mainly actresses is really mm-hmm. bad, and I think we should like there. You can have that. You could have both those conversations at the same time. A hundred percent. I mean, yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. But yeah, check out their show. And for you patrons who are sticking around before we wrap it up, we're going to be, normally we have sort of a topic that we cover on the extended episode, but we had so much fun just doing the pre-show chat, just talking about (laughs) everything. So many things. (laughs) I figured like it would be a shame to just like not share that with you because it was a really fun conversation. So stick Mm -hmm. around to hear what happens when everybody is not technically on and recording (laughs) (laughs) and guys if there's anything you want me to cut let me know no i love i no that was that was a lot of fun that was perfect all right marzi take us out thanks for listening come back next time we're gonna watch wish upon on amazon prime watch the movie and uh we'll see you next time bye everybody Bye. bye bye Thanks, everybody, for listening, and to Mars for always being willing to geek out about horror movies with me. Production on this episode was done by yours truly and edited by Ariel Messman-Rucker. And our theme song for this show is Die Historic by Three Chain Links.